Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are booksmen. Yeah, not this week, though. Taking off my book reading glasses and putting on my 3D glasses (laughs) and headed to the theater, because I'm watching the Andromeda Strain. Man, it's been so long since I've seen a 3D movie. Um, yeah, what is the last one you saw? I don't know. I haven't been back to the movie theater since uh, March of 2019. What was the last movie you saw? I don't know. I'd have to look at probably whatever Marvel movie came out right before yeah. then. Oh, the you know what? The last movie I saw might have been uh, uh, that uh, uh, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn Hmm. Birds of Prey movie, which was all right. I have tickets to see The Eternals. You're going to go to a theater? I'm going to go to a theater. What the- theater and when? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you when. Uh, uh, I think it's November 5th, maybe? It's like okay. the... You know, I was going to say it's the opening night, but like that's not the case anymore. It's like the night after the opening night because everything comes out, you know. Like yeah. the day before nowadays. But you're going on like the first Friday? Yes. Uh to uh Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Okay, Theater. cool. Yeah, I I don't think I'd be comfortable going to No, just like a free for all movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe ever again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I never like going to free for all movie theaters in the first place. Nighthawk and like Alamo Draft House, uh you know, those uh, are places where you get assigned seats. There's yeah, like the theaters you, aren't huge. You buy you buy a seat beforehand. You don't get it assigned when you show up. Right. Just to be clear, Tom. Of course. <laughs> well, I just want to let everybody know. Uh, yeah, they make they make their money on booze and and food, like actual yeah. food that you know they bring to you. So, like as a result, they don't. I don't know the theater. Yeah, the theaters are smaller. You're not like necessarily as packed in together. They enforce rules about like yeah, people that's being the disruptive. Biggest one. Is like you know if you have your phone out, if you talk or anything, like you're thrown out. Like there's no uh, even though like they have fucking uh, waiter uh, like wait staff like yeah. walking in front of everybody. Well, being but, like, I, but these I, are your tater tots, sir. <laughs> No, they don't it's like, talk. <laughs> God forbid we disrupt a movie, and then it's just like. No, I think that's even. Here's your Long Island iced tea. I think that's even. They don't. <laughs> they say. do a big stage whisper. <laughs> uh, I I think no, that's, I love those places. That's that's even more reason though. I think that they're like, look, we got actual staff walking around. You know, the, the whole movie. Uh, the last thing we need is m- even more people right. uh, talking. And I think also that would potentially lead to uh, people thinking like, oh, look, everybody's walking around. I can walk around. I can visit other tables and <laughs> and talk and stuff. Um, Not the case. It's also weird too those theaters though, because like, you know, usually you order in the beginning, right? Because that's like the, the yeah. easiest time to order. But then, like, you get a hamburger, like, first thing, you know, the movie's just starting, and they're like, here's a hamburger. I don't know. Like a hamburger a little later in the movie, maybe. Oh, really? I, I, I don't <laughs> Yeah, know. I guess it's probably better. Because yeah. otherwise, otherwise, I've been there. You actually- can order it. Oh, yeah, you had to write the thing on the yeah, thing, and you just put it in the... Yeah. 
I've been there actually other times where uh, things have not come out quickly. And then the whole movie, I'm just like, where's my food? Yeah, there's been a time. <laughs> I'm not paying any attention to this movie. There's definitely been a time where I ordered food. Not like I ordered it during the movie. Yeah. And they brought it out like five minutes before the credits rolled. Oh, and it was yeah. like, oh, that I can't do it. I, you're going to make me leave in five minutes. I have that happen once at the theater where... Uh, like the credits rolled, all the lights came up and nobody had gotten their checks. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like an, like just a theater full of people that were like, all right, <laughs> what's going on? And like, you know, I, I, they, I, I think you, yeah. Cause you can like swipe your, not swipe your car, but like when you buy your ticket, you can be like, Hey, keep this information. Yeah. So I have to get my card later. And, so, I, and I'm not going to be tipping. <laughs> So it's like, let's get one thing straight. So not only should you not run out on the check, it's like, well, I can't. They have my I just want to, you know, finish this transaction and and get out of here. Are you a stay through the credits boy? No. Really? Uh, I mean, if there's a scene after uh, the credits, yeah. I mean, I'll... I guess those are the only movies you see. So you yeah. are, yes, a stay through the credits. <laughs> yeah, but boy. those those are like barely after the credits anymore, even, yeah. you know? Yeah, they, they, and they, when you watch them on Disney Plus, the uh, the Marvel movies, they're just like, "Do you want to skip all this bullshit?" Oh to the, yeah, and go yeah, right to the credits. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stay through the credits, boy. Well, good for you. You Who know what? Are you trying to impress? No, I'm not trying to impress anybody. Here's what I think, and this is my main thing that pisses me off about the streaming services. Mm-hmm. A movie ends. Mm-hmm. It's either like a movie where like you want to like digest what you saw yeah, or whatever yeah. or it's or something it's got where like, like a, a good music a kicking song yeah. comes in at the end it's got a good music it's got a great music <laughs> oh, i'm sorry tim i just moved from uh eastern europe yeah, in the I like 1930s that you interrupted me to, to say like the most backwards it has good music um but uh and nowadays they just like a million things come up. It's like, yeah, look it's at like, all the other stuff. Please don't leave. Yeah, like, please we're going to start this other thing app. in five seconds. And if there, were, if there was an easy button you could press to, like, just be like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. But, like, it's never the same button. No, yeah. And often it's like, oh, no, that went back three, to, like, the home two, screen. One, you better find the remote because, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, just let me, like, sometimes, like, some, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> a movie will end and it'll be devastating. And you better be like, find the remote because we're going to start another thing. And like, if you, if you turn it off within the first two seconds, we'll be like, all right, this guy hates action movies. Never show him an action movie again. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, uh, Sometimes yeah, and it'll, it'll just be like, I don't want to see the, the huge thumbnail for Dumb and Dumber. Like, I just want to like wow. process what I just. I usually I can just look at the poster that I have right next to my TV. <laughs> look, I don't want to look at a big thumbnail saying, "Do you want to watch Dumb and Dumber again?" <laughs> How many times have you seen Dumb and Dumber? I've uh, seen Dumb and Dumber probably over a hundred times. I haven't seen it a hundred times. You haven't seen it a hundred times. I mean, I've seen parts of it a hundred times. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know what? I don't typically sit through the whole credits, but if it's like a crowded movie theater, I'll uh, you know I'm not in a rush. And if it is like an emo, like I remember uh, going to see The Lighthouse. Yeah, at uh, at uh, uh, Nighthawk. And like after that was over, I remember just kind of sitting there and being like, oh, geez, geez, yeah. Louise. Yeah, even like it doesn't need to be like Parasite ends on yeah. like a really like melancholy note. Mm-hmm. 
And you don't want Hulu being like, hey, Only Murders in the Building is also on. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I think things should be less confusing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's this week's segment from Grandpa Tim. You know what? I'm going to be the worst old person if I make it to old age. Yeah. What you already have. Old age? In a lot of ways. How so? Tim, is some 18-year-old would look at you and be like, look at this dumb old Yeah, fuck. exactly. And an 18-year-old is fucking dumb as rocks. It's fine. I'm not young. Yeah. But like- You're middle-aged. Tom, We're middle-aged. I'm Gen aged. Z. There's no- You're not Gen Z. You're barely a millennial. <laughs> Younger than you. I mean, a completely okay. different freaking- You're like in a whole different class. Yeah. Upper you know the class, TV show 30-something? I could be on that show. Hey, Tom, could you be on that show? <laughs> Answer the question. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I could be somebody's boss? <laughs> maybe I could be a secondary character? <laughs> no, everybody on that Everybody's show is in the, in the 30s. Even, even the 30-something's children? Yeah, they don't show them on screen. Uh, it would be there's it it goes back to the like uh, the quiz show. If you call a show thirty something, everybody has to be thirty something. Man, a good like books the podcast palate cleanser would be for the two of us to watch like the pilot of thirty something. Because <laughs> I bet we would be like, oh god, like this can't be accurate, right? Because I remember like my parents watching that show when I was a kid, and they were in their thirties and thinking like. The hell is this show even about 30 something? It's like, I know what Alf's about. It's right in the name, Alf. 30 something. That's so vague, like mm. a, oh, a decade. Mm. But now that I'm past my 30s, let's watch the whole series. Like, I don't want to. Timothy do all that. Busfield is in it, right? <laughs> that sounds like somebody who would be in. Uh, thirty something. Yeah, that's a guy that I uh, I always respected. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. Well, but even when I was like nine, I was like, you know, yeah, like this that's guy. a big actor. Oh, they got Busfield for that. That's nice. Yeah, good, good coup. Um, Tom, I watched the Andromeda Strain. Yeah, and how did that uh hit you, Tom? Hit, hit your fancy. Here's the thing. I uh-huh. searched for it on my uh, just watch. No, well, I went to Just Watch, uh-huh. and it's like, it's only available for rent. Let me see if it's on one of these gutter streaming <laughs> oh, like things. A, like a, a, a Roku TV, Roku channel, or a uh, Pluto TV. Not, like, I found this on something. It was like <laughs> Silver Screen TV or something. It, okay. like, didn't even have a logo. It just had, like, like, uh, like I had to download the channel on right. Roku. Which fuck Roku? I'm getting rid of my Roku. Um, garbage products. Boycott them. Why? They suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a much bigger uh, complaint at first. Anyway, uh, it is. It does kind of suck. Like I saw now, Roku's in a fight with YouTube or with Google. Yeah, and like they're potentially going to get rid of the YouTube app. Yeah. It's and like, this happened before. And it's just like it's it very annoying. Fucking happens, man. It's just like, and like the Apple TV box is expensive, and like kind of, I I think the new one's better to use. It got a better remote, but like I wonder why there isn't more of a market for like, hey, it's really cool that you can like buy something for thirty bucks and it streams all this stuff, or like it comes built in for free. But like 
uh can i buy something for like maybe like 50 bucks and it just always has <laughs> yeah, everything like the channels it, that i want yeah there. and it yeah. doesn't rely on making revenue you know yeah. by the like squeezing squeezing company you know and, and in this case with google it's like uh, yeah i kind of get it like how are you going to squeeze google they're gigantic i feel like they mm. also keep getting into fights with like gigantic monopolies yeah where it's like uh, i think they're gonna you know they had that with hbo mm-hmm. they didn't have hbo max for a while i don't know why i'm even saying i have the playstation has like all these things i can yeah. just use my playstation oh. All of us don't have PlayStation, Tom. Well, you can go out. Well, you can't go out and buy one. They're impossible to find. Still? Oh, d- the the shortage. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Things it, like it got worse. Like they're mm. harder to find now, I think, than they ever were. Yeah. Well, lucky for me, I don't rot my brain with that shit. <laughs> um, so I started to watch it on one of these. Uh, <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very funny. Uh, I watched it and like it was like this low res crappy version. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, things like channels like that too that you've never heard of. It's like they they hooked up the VCR to get this version of it. Yeah. And I and I I was I tried watching it three nights in a row and I fell asleep. Why didn't you just rent how much could it have cost to rent? Three ninety nine and put it on the, the corporate account. Tom, guess what? Here's what I did. I tried watching it three times. Tim, everybody listening to this pays more to listen to you talk about a movie than you were willing to spend to watch the movie. Because I thought the movie sucked because I only saw the Will Rest version and I kept falling asleep because it was boring and I couldn't understand any of the dialogue because it was all like... <laughs> <laughs> it so was, I was like just gonna, through a telephone. I was going to come in here and pretend that I watched the movie. I swear, did you not watch the movie? No. I have more respect (laughs) for you and the audience. No, no, I did watch the movie. Yeah, I I didn't not watch the movie. I got it from Google, funny enough, from YouTube. Uh $3.99. Can you believe this? For a movie that's fucking 50 years old? Yeah, I can believe it, because, I mean, what should they charge? (laughs) I don't think... (laughs) Silver screen TV was charging nothing. I mean, I was able to see it for free. How are, I, how are they supposed to compete with that? Because I think anybody watching this movie, I think you're maybe the only person like alive right now who's like, I like to watch the Andromeda stream, but it's too much money. <laughs> I don't think that's deterring anyone else. Um. Well. It almost deterred me. I like there's probably, you know, a bunch of people listening to this right now that rented the the movie to watch yeah, it. Yeah, well, I rented it. So great. We're all great. We're all great people. Me and everybody who rented it. <laughs> and everybody listening. Yeah, Tom, everybody who's listening is better than I am because they pay <laughs> all right, us yeah. more. Yeah, they are. Uh, this was directed by Robert Wise, Tom. Do you know who I, that is? Uh, the name's familiar. He edited Citizen Kane. What? Wow. And he was still around? He must have been, uh, well, I guess back then, he, eh, he's probably still pretty old. When yeah. did Citizen Kane come out? 40s? Who knows? 30s? Nobody, nobody knows. Um, Lost to time. When nobody's ever Kane actually come out? seen it. I've seen it. Are you asking? Siri? Yeah, it's thinking. Uh, <laughs> 1941. 1941. Wow. 
Yeah, so this came out 30 years later. I'm surprised September 5th, like, uh, I feel like in the old days, things didn't have release dates. What do you mean? It was just like, I don't know, something's like out now-ish. I don't think that. that they why, like, why wouldn't they just be like, okay, we'll put it out on this date. I think they were like, we're sending so we out, we're it. sending out the reels and like, go to your movie theater and see if they this have it. This is based it. on nothing. This is <laughs> no, it's based on when I was a kid. A lot of video games didn't have release dates. Okay, and then I remember reading in a video game magazine as a kid that they were like, in Japan, video games have release dates, and sometimes. Uh, like crazy maniacs take the day off of work just to buy the video game and play it. I remember as a kid thinking like, that's the most insane thing I've ever done. I've ever heard. And then, I don't know, that's probably like the, the reason I've taken more vacation days than anything else in my adult life. Tom, 1941. Yeah. He edited Citizen Kane. Yeah. And then 30 years later, he made this movie. 1951. 10 years later. The Day the Earth Earth Stood Still. Directed okay. that movie. The Day Ernest Stood Still. That would be a good yeah. movie. Oh, no. I want to yeah. see him moving Can around you, um, and stuff. Yeah. Well, I bet they're like the day Ernest stood still, so the day hell froze over. Yeah. Tom, uh, 1961 won freaking Best Director for directing West Side Story. Wow. 1971. And now Spielberg thinks, I could do better. 1971. The Andromeda strain. Tom, that's just the ones. There's so much in between all of that. So he didn't just do something every 10 years. No. Huh. Uh, A bunch of stuff I've never heard of. He did uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture in 1979. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that was a big deal. This is when I decided I'm going to actually watch this movie. Okay. I rented it. Yeah, after you saw he made Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. the thing that I've never seen one minute of any Star Trek. No, I saw, I remember, oh, I think it's maybe Star Trek. I forget what number it is, but I think it's like the search for peace or something or search for Spock. Yeah. Something about peace. I don't know. They were like in a hospital in modern day San Francisco. They were like saving the whales. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the bones, the doctor, not the bones you're thinking of. Who? Uh, Deschanel? Yeah. Not Zoe Deschanel's sister, Bones. A skeleton doctor? No, Bones, the the doctor on Star Trek. He's... There's a doctor named Bones? Yeah, yeah. That's very confusing. <laughs> so you're like, maybe I'll have to check out this Star <laughs> Trek. Uh, but he's like walking around and like, you know, I don't know. Somebody, you know, it's one of these like, oh, they're in the past. So, like, somebody got picked up, like, they thought they were a crazy person and brought to the hospital, I think, maybe. Something like that. But, like, somebody's in the hospital and, you know, somebody's like, oh, I'm not feeling well. And, the, and somebody else is like, oh, they have to get, uh, like, new kidneys. And the guy's like, oh, here, take this pill. And, like, you know, it's like a pill from the future and it just, like, makes him a new kidney. I thought that was pretty neat. Okay. And then I found out, like, that's not all Star Trek is, so I didn't uh, investigate People further. tell me that I'd love Star Trek. Somebody once told me that I wouldn't <laughs> like Star Trek, and he said it was my boss at the time, <laughs> and I was very young. Well, he was just trying to prevent you from watching Star Trek on the job. No, he was just like, you know why you won't like it? Because you're cynical, and this is a fucking uh... optimistic show. Yeah, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic say- now. I'm not. Um, no, if you're optimistic <laughs> right now, you're an idiot. 
I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic right now. I'm not. If you're an optimist, you're an idiot. I mean, are like you are? Are you optimistic about the? No, the, the trajectory but I try of... to stay positive. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. All you do is fucking complain all the time. Tim, all I do is you complain about cancel culture. All I do is try and entertain people. Yeah, right. That's why I go to Times Square every day and put on that Elmo costume. <laughs> Tom, uh, so I rented the movie. Uh-huh. They do, in the very beginning, the Fargo trick. Well, it was, this is before Fargo then. I know. But like, I feel like everybody talked about Fargo pretending it was a true story. Oh, just like uh, burying the, uh, the, the case or whatever? In the snow? No, you know, at the beginning of Fargo, it's just like, uh, the following is based on tr- uh, true events, oh, oh, and, yeah. and like that's just not true. Yeah. Um, this says, acknowledgments. This film concerns the four-day history of a major American scientific crisis. We received the generous help of many people attached to Project Scoop at Vandenberg Air Force Base and the Wildfire Laboratory in Flat Rock, Nevada. They encouraged us to tell the story accurately and in detail. The documents presented here are soon to be made public. They do not in any way jeopardize national security. Yeah. This story didn't happen. Yeah, but they found a great loophole, which is like you can lie in movies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why doesn't every movie start with like, this is 100% true? I was listening to like a very serious film podcast and they were like, if Fargo came out now. And they had that disclaimer that it was based on a true story mm-hmm. when it wasn't. How much of a, uh, like, what would the discourse be? Yeah. Like, people would be up in arms and freaking out about it. Is that true? And I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, yeah, people on Twitter would be like, how dare you? <laughs> no, I think people would just immediately know, like, oh, it's not true. Yeah. Because um, I'm thinking about, like, the last thing that like kind of semi pulled that off, I think was Blair Witch Project. Right. And like, but even then there was enough of an internet already that it was like, you know, you could go online and, and do, you know, do a little bit of digging. Did when you first saw Blair Witch, did you know that it was, I knew it was fake. Yeah, me too. But I feel like, very few people in the audience in the packed house I saw. Which... Yeah, well, I think you know, me and you, a were on the internet early, very online, uh, and also ASL uh, kind of guys. Uh, <laughs> age, sex, language. That was like <laughs> American Sign Language. Yeah, yeah, age, sex, location. That's what we wanted to know. Well, before you got into a combo, mm-hmm. um, but I think also for us, like I remember the when I first heard about that movie, I was like, this is 1000% up my alley. And like, you know, it's like, oh, I should look on that newish thing, the internet to find out more. And then it was like, oh, it's not real. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm still psyched to see it though. Yeah. That's even pretty obvious. I haven't yeah. seen it. I saw the end of it somewhat recently on like cable or something. It was on, uh, and it was like people hated the the way that movie ended. And I thought it ended in a really scary way. Yeah, like it, it freaked that me boy out. Boy in the corner. Yeah, I I thought I I would like to go back and watch that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it since. No. 
like I saw it one time in the theater. But I remember it the, it kind of having a backlash of like, oh, it was overhyped. Yeah. But I remember it was being, overhyped. Oh yeah. But I remember being very hyped to see it. I think still having reasonable expectations. Yeah. But like seeing it and thinking like that was great. I really like that. That did what it promised to do. Um, Tom, I took so many notes. Wow, look at all those notes. On a TWA notepad. Yeah, I went to the TWA hotel a few weeks ago, Tom. It was well, lovely. La-dee-da. Have you ever been to the TWA hotel? No, Tim, I don't go to hotels by the airport, all right? I'm not that kind of <laughs> it's guy. It's very nice. It feels like uh, you've entered 1961. Do you feel like one of the Mad Men? Yeah, you. They really uh, go out of the out of their way to yeah, make you feel cheat like you on your wife. Yeah, she was there the whole time. Um, <laughs> Did you sleep with your secretary? There was cool credits music, Tom. Okay, it's mostly just like static and clicks and beeps. There's no real music in the like. All right. It's they kind of try to make it seem like it's all like like uh like an official thing, like whenever they have uh, a new location, mm-hmm. it like scrolls across the bottom oh, and it's okay. like, like, like yeah like, like the seventies yeah yeah, but like it's like a black bar with white writing yeah. that comes and like uh yeah, uh some of the actor names are very funny. <laughs> I feel like that's the case with most seventies movies. Tom, the weirdest things happened in 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 this in this credit sequence. All right, there's a guy named first of all a uh, an actor named James Olson, Jimmy okay. Olson. Oh yeah. There's a guy named David Wayne, but not the <laughs> David Wayne that we know. Right. He, he might not have even been born yet. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a character named Charles Dutton. We know that. <laughs> it was just a lot of entertaining stuff. I was like, yeah, oh, these names are, there was a guy, uh, named Eric Christmas in this movie. <laughs> well, that's a man escaping his past. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of dumb and dumber, right? He was checking into some hotel at Christmas time and they were like, what's your name? And he looked over at the Christmas tree, <laughs> Eric Christmas. Another guy uh, named John Carter, like John Carter from Mars. Wow. Like Tim Riggins. Did you ever see that movie? No, I want to. Yeah, you love Tim Riggins. Yeah. Yeah, that movie looked really bad, though. Yeah, apparently it's, you know, uh, not good. Um, This was- Public domain character, Tim. You can make your own John Carter from Mars movie if you want. I plan to. Um, This was a- tough movie for me to watch do you know that i can't tell guys apart in movies <laughs> like unless because one you're of them so has... fixated on the women have you ever seen this movie tom have you read this book <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh no unless like one has wacky hair i think i do have face blindness um, yeah well anyway. I, I feel like uh I don't know, like uh, in movies, like, yeah, they, you know, I mean, it's Hollywood. They cast guys that like all look the same. Yeah. No, they're they're looking for a particular look. And then it's like, great. Here's the 20 guys that look like that. The cool thing about this movie, Tom, is 1971. Mm-hmm. It's like character actors. Mm. Nobody in this film is good looking. Oh, all right. It's great. Well, that was just the 70s. No, they were, they were attractive people yeah, in the 70s. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah you ever Fawcett. see that poster? Uh, yeah. Um, the lady that George Harrison was married to and then Eric <laughs> Clapton stole her. She the, was The lady in red. Yeah. 
um, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, Tom? Eric Clapton's having a big moment right now. <laughs> Eric Clapton's pretty cool. Um, there was something I wanted to... Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, guess what? All right, mm-hmm. so this happens. It's very faithful to the book. Okay. For better and worse, yeah. right? Like, uh, look, uh, it's very dry, but the visuals are cool, Tom. You okay. know what this is? Like? You don't like Wes Anderson movies, right? Do you right? know, uh, to interrupt real quick, do you know, was this the first Michael Crichton novel adap- adapted into a film? I think so. It right? must be. Yeah. Because it was like just a couple of years after the book came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but you, yeah, Wes Anderson. Yeah, you don't yeah. like Wes Anderson movies, right? I do, but then sometimes it's like a little too twee for me. Yeah, guess what? Mm-hmm. If this movie was made now, like uh-huh. they're going to make a remake of this movie, mm-hmm. the only person that can pull <laughs> it off is Wes Anderson because it all it is is production design. Like, yeah. Without production design, this is the most fucking boring movie. <laughs> like every line is exposition, just like yeah, in the book. Yeah. And like, um, I'll get into it, but like everything is just like very much like every shot is like super composed. It's just uh, like, well, I was gonna say, is it like a lot of locked off shots because they're trying to make it look like a like a government made film? Or like, mm, not really. Not really. Yeah. But yeah, like everything is kind of like, everything is just extremely stylized. Yeah. Um, and everything is done practically, which is awesome. And like, yeah. if they made this movie now, anyone other than Wes Anderson is like, let's like build these sets and like do weird camera yeah. tricks to make things happen. Like, it would be a CGI fucking nightmare. Yeah. It would suck. It would be yeah. the worst boring movie yeah, ever. Yeah, they would just film on a green screen. Um. Though they it happens just as you know, they're going to find the satellite. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, we don't see the the dead people yet, okay. um, but we see them start of starting to like assemble the team. Uh huh. Think they the the team that's going to be in the the base. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this one guy, Jeremy, they they fly him in an empty TWA plane, Tom. Wow, just like your pad. Yeah. One of the guys got flown in a jet fighter. Did that happen in the movie? No, I think it was the TWA plane. Yeah. That and he was like, they were like, this is the best we could do on short notice. And I yeah. thought that was funny because it's like he's in a commercial airliner right. and it's all empty and it's just him sitting in the seat. Um, cute. Um it was called Wildfire in the book, the yes, base. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so the two guys go and they find the dead town. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do this cool thing where they're walking around the town. I'm really glad I watched this movie and didn't just pretend to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, and then as they're walking, like their shot would like uh, like shrink into one box and then like Something else uh, that was happening okay. would open up in another box, and it was usually like a close up of a dead body. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, they were showing, like, oh, here's a dead kid on the ground. Oh, here's a dead man in his bed. Mm-hmm. And then they just showed, uh, here's a dead, topless, beautiful hippie woman <laughs> with a peace <laughs> sign ne- necklace. Wow. And it's like, this movie's rated G. And, it's rated G? <laughs> yeah, I think this is like from before they even rated movies. <laughs> All right, yeah. But it's just like, 
This is the one attractive person. And they, and they person. can show that on the on the silver screen uh, app. <laughs> I didn't make it. That I kept falling asleep before that part. Yeah, but um, it's the one attractive person in the whole movie. Uh and and she's got her top off. Yeah, and it's uh, and they linger on this shot for a while, yeah. and they bring it back later for some reason. Like they're they're like looking at it. On, uh, well, and the, you have to understand, a lot of people in the seventies went to the movie theater to beat off. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, so all this dialogue is stilted, but like, I think that's just how like military guys talk and scientists, yeah, right? also like, like actors in the seventies. Yeah. Um, it was really cool when they were going through the town and mm. they showed how, uh, like everybody's blood turned oh, to powder. Yeah. yeah. That was a cool shot. Um, they find the baby. It's a really cute baby, Tom. All and right. this poor baby, mm-hmm. um, Screaming its head off. Screaming its head off. Yeah, and this well, whole movie, like, and they're always it out. And they're always just like, uh, "Don't get near the baby," you know. Like, and the baby's just always alone and crying. Yeah. Um, the crazy old man. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, he's not all that old. Peter Jackson. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a terrible actor. He comes up, he's like, "Hey, well, what are you guys doing?" Uh, and then he's like, oh, "I'm having a seizure," or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, they get him away. Um, what is this? Oh, then they show the White House Situation Room. Okay. And there's all these guys, and then there's this one guy dressed in just like khakis and like a plaid shirt. It's just like did they did wardrobe forget <laughs> to like wardrobe ran out of yeah. Um, and then there's this one guy that looks just like a real life Jiminy Glick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, when Martin, get... Martin Short's fat suit character, yeah. And when they get word from the president that the president's like, don't nuke yet. Like, let's yeah, figure yeah, this yeah. out. Jiminy Glick is freaking pissed. Yeah, he's a war hawk, probably. Yeah, he's furious. And this whole thing is now framed by like a Senate hearing. So, oh. like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this makes it really thrilling for like a dry <laughs> story to also be like. And then <laughs> once in a while, we'll cut to an old senator being like, now tell me this, commander. <laughs> Um, so that happened a few times. That was that was boring. <laughs> Nobody in this movie is good looking. Uh, okay, when they get to that secret base, when they get to the wildfire, uh-huh. that's when this movie gets cool. Okay, um, this is when it turns into a Wes Anderson movie because uh-huh. like everything, like they they go and like it just looks like a uh, like like nothing. Yeah, yeah, because in in the book it's like a cornfield. Yeah, no, this is more like a desert type thing. It's like there's like a weird cornfield in a desert. Yeah, and they go in and there's like, like he does the thing with the secret code with his watch. Oh yeah, but like oh with his watch, where he's like, hey, my watch stopped at exactly eleven o'clock or whatever, and then the guy's like, well, it must be because of the heat, and then like whatever. But then he lets him in, and it's just like he buzzes him in like a little gate that like you could have just walked over. I'm sure the guy would have shot you or whatever. And then he goes into this, what they think is a supply closet. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, one of the guys in the movie Mm -hmm. 
is now a lady. They cast a lady. Wow. And I think that was a smart move. I'm sure Michael Crichton was like, <laughs> I'll take my name off this picture. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Uh, <laughs> they were like, look, we can't just have a dead topless hippie as the only woman in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Peter Levitt, Levitt in the book became oh, okay. Dr. Ruth Levitt. Dr. Ah, Ruth, another oh, funny yeah. name in this. Come and on. now does she uh, yeah. take off her top at some point in the movie? <laughs> she does, but you don't see it. They're frequently <laughs> naked going through the things. Oh, right. But, like, yeah, that's true. They, like Austin Powers it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. So, like, this is what it's a Wes Anderson movie. So, they, like, the, the two, like, the lady scientist mm-hmm. and uh, a guy scientist, they go in and, like, he pulls down a rake and then you see that it's an elevator and they just go down. Oh, that's and fun. then you see like the screen turns into the drawing of a like blueprint of or just like an outline of the base and like shows the elevator going yeah. down. And then like on one side you see him and he's talking to her and it, she's in on another box. It's just like it's pretty twee, but yeah. like it's a fine line between twee and like Hey, this is kind of cool, and like this is orienting yeah. us. Uh, in the- well, I mean that you know that's like the kind of you know films that uh, Wes Anderson was uh, aping. You know that, yeah. that he was influenced by exactly. Um, there's lots of exposition, like literally every line in this is just <laughs> like well, I'm going to explain this scientific principle to you, even though you're also a scientist. Tom, there's a so each level that they go down, they go mm. down the five levels. Yeah. Um, each one in the book is it a different color. Yeah. So this first one was just all bright red. Uh-huh. And it was so cool. Like they were walking down this cool bright. It reminded me a lot of the TWA hotel. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, but like, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they started out there, and like it's so stylish. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Cool looking. This was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, if this movie didn't have cool visuals, this would have been the worst movie I've ever seen ever. Um, the nuclear keys. Yeah, that, they, that that the one guy has. Yeah, they look like bottle openers, and they have the nuclear symbol on them. Wow. Like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it had the nuclear symbol on it, mm-hmm. but uh, but I mean, those keys are, I believe, I mean, who knows what the hell they are in real life, but I know like, you know, or what they're like in real life nowadays, but like in the sixties and seventies, yeah, they were all like weird. You know, it wasn't like something you go to the hardware store and be like, "Can you copy this for me?" No, it it almost looked as like as if like you it didn't have anything to it. It was oh, just really? like well, I also know in the book it was. I thought I think I explained this that it used like capacitive sensing that is basically the same way nowadays. You know, I. I ten dollar bathroom scale can tell your body Uh, fat and everything this you know but then it was like space age technology that would like run a current through you that you know same way you couldn't feel it but it would be able to tell like okay this is within right the margin of error of this person so if somebody had a different fat to muscle composition they couldn't use it so like they give it to that guy and they explain to him, he's like, why me? I'm the new guy. And then like the woman is like, you didn't read your manual. On page 268, it says that a single man should do yeah. this because, and like explain, and it's like, you know, come on, <laughs> enough, get, get on with it. Tom already told me that. Uh, <laughs> then the, 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 the woman mm-hmm. 
when she's explaining, she says she pronounces it nuclear, which I don't think I don't think a scientist would do. George W. Bush did it, Tim, and he's so our smartest man. <laughs> um, and then this other, the other scientist, this guy, he was trying to say saline, and he said saline. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, put the saline compound in." Yeah, some uh, somebody in real life said something like that to me recently. I forget. I forget. But these what are it was. scientists. They I should know. know how well, to say Tim, nu- sometimes I, and saline. Sometimes I talk to scientists in real life, my day to day. No, you don't. Have you ever talked to a scientist? I know one scientist. Do you know anybody who's employed as a scientist, like goes to work at like a lab? Uh, yes. No, you don't. I do. Greg Sabino. You don't know him. I used to. What is he? What does he do? He's a scientist, probably still. No. He worked at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory when we were all like, you know, like teenagers. Yeah, I know. He was like sweeping the floors. That didn't make him a scientist. Tim, for all we know, he was involved in some kind of scientific accident and he's got superpowers. You don't know any scientists. I know a scientist. You don't know Um, a scientist. The guys all go to get uh, decapitated. Decontaminated. (laughs) Okay. They separate the guys from the one lady. Yeah. Um, Oh, that makes sense. You, you want see, everybody getting all horny. It was uh, the 70s. You see the guy's butt when they go to get decontaminated? A la Dennis Franz. Yep. It's like, man, this uh, for some reason, this movie's reminding me of NYPD Blue. <laughs> Do I can't you put see my the, the lady's butt? No. But you saw the hippie lady's boobs before, and you're going to see them again later. woman's nude um, body. This movie is just a bunch of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, because every they explain to them that every level is a different color and like yeah. some stupid reasoning of like psychologically. Well, um, but also like in the book, I think all of them were involved in like the creation of this because like that's a big part of it that it's like you know the main guy I forget the main guy's name, but like he he was the one that like wrote a letter to the president like a crazy person and was like, hey, what if like some you know. Uh, I don't know about any of that. So anyway, the one guy, he had to get naked in a room full of mirrors mm-hmm. and then put some like metal uh, face covering on that oh. had like diamonds all over it while he got sprayed with that powder that like, but like, I was just like, this is a weird movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a weird visual that- Oh uh, uh, yeah, there is one part where they, yeah, where they have to put helmets on. Yeah. I think that's when they get the the layer of skin zapped. Yeah, off that's them. what yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah, but like looking at these visuals, I was like, "This is perverted." This <laughs> we, somebody somebody was getting off on this. Yeah, I told you, um, probably a bunch of people in the theater. Yeah, then they reach the next level, and they're like, "All right, we you ought to go to bed. You have to rest mm-hmm. on this level." And then you you can see them all alone in their room. That rooms. happens in the book, too. Yeah, but do you see them thinking about things, and then a box comes, and you see what they're thinking about? <laughs> no. And one of them's dreaming, and you see what he's dreaming about? No. Yeah. That's why I'm dreaming about the naked hippie. <laughs> yes, this is where oh, really? she appears. Um, I think that was just somebody thinking about it, or they were actually, one person was actually looking at pictures from the the dead town um, but somebody else was just thinking about like their college professor explaining to them about uh extraterrestrial life uh 
Uh, I forget what the other one the, was. The guy thinking about uh, the the dead naked hippie uh, in his bed. Was he, uh, did you also hear? <laughs> no. No, they didn't put that in the movie. <laughs> okay. Dude, is that in the book? <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a part where it, it was like a note to the reader and it said uh, uh you know, pull pull your cheek very quickly. This is the sound you you would be hearing. The next day they all get together and uh they use a mechanical arm to move a monkey in a cage near the virus and they watch it die. <laughs> yeah, that happens in the book. <laughs> Um, and they get down to the bottom mm-hmm. and like, that's where they're keeping the baby and the old man. Right. Yeah. I think they wait till they get to the bottom before they start killing monkeys in the book. Yeah. Um, there's a lady down there. Whoa. Like a, uh, like a nurse. Uh-huh. Sorry. The police. I asked are you here. not to have sirens go off when I came here. <laughs> Um, does she live down there? What's her deal? No, yeah, it is kind of weird. There's like a whole staff on like every level. And I was thinking like, well, I'll be it down there. Cause it's like, they scrambled these guys like yeah. and got them all. So it's like, are there just always people? In probably. These? She probably guess, lives down yeah. there. Um, I don't oh, think that they airlock live. body thing that they go into. Um, uh, what's that? Where they, uh, you know, when you were talking about um, in The Simpsons where Homer puts his hands oh, in the yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. But they do it the whole body. Yeah. That looks really cool. <laughs> but in that room that they go into, it's just like the old man yeah. lying down on like a metal table and the baby on the metal table next to him just screaming his head off. And they're, they're just like, can't do anything for this baby right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this um, baby hate metal tables or something. Yeah. Then they. Uh, look at the virus on the screen like mm. they like talk a lot about it mm. that part got boring i didn't like when they talked i like looking at the pictures P- particularly of that uh <laughs> hippie lady yes um then the old guy gets pissed off because he can't smoke uh in the sterile of environment that he's sharing with this baby and like nobody <laughs> else yeah well keep in mind he he drinks sterno juice yeah um, they keep examining the virus, and the plane crash happens, and like they're like, uh, th- th- that seemed like a, that whole <laughs> plane crash thing really seemed like a distraction to me. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, a, and, and the the fact that everybody's first inkling is like, oh, that's a hell of a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jiminy Glick comes on uh, the, the video, TV, yeah. uh, and they're talking to him, I don't know. Um, and then the lady finds out that um, yeah, wildfire was built for germ warfare. Did this happen in the book? And she's all yeah, appalled, yeah, and she's like, like "Kinda, yeah." This is what you're here for to find. In like, it's like you were trying to find new biological agents in space and bring them down here to weaponize them in this lab. That's why this is here. And the one guy's like, "No, you got me all wrong." But I think she's right. Yeah, no, I feel like in the book that same realization happens, but like nobody's nobody like flips out because everybody's like, "Yeah, of course." Like <laughs> the government's not going to spend all this money investigating something deadly and not be like, "Oh, and also, how can we turn this into a weapon?" Like they all just kind of like understand, like, yeah. "Of course, that's what yeah. they're going to do." 
Well, the lady got all up in arms and about about oh, it. Oh, good for her. Then she had a seizure later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so it's a character has seizures. Um. All right. This movie is two hours and ten minutes long. Oof. At two hours and two minutes, mm-hmm. they discover the pH thing. Yeah. And okay. Like, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> two hours and three minutes is mm-hmm. when they start the like. The emergency where, like, they're going to yeah, nuke the place gonna, and the guy uh, has to go. down, yeah. And, like, this is the climax of the movie. It's happening, like, seven minutes before the credits roll. This is a movie that I can get behind. <laughs> I mean, it was a little too long. Um, but, like, it was a really exciting scene. And you mm-hmm. kn- I knew he was going to make it, but he had to yeah. climb this ladder. He got shot in the face with a laser. It fucked them all up. Um, it was like the end of Spaceballs. I think a lot of this was taken because they're all <laughs> running around the base and the lady comes on and she's like, there are now four minutes until self-destruct. Yeah. And like that's exactly what happened yeah, in yeah. Spaceballs. I think they just lifted it. I think Mel Brooks stole from this movie. No, I think it was probably like, well, we can't make this all about Star Wars. Yeah. What are other... Um, as this is happening, it's all just static and bleeps and bloops. Like uh-huh. it's not really music. Um. Then he gets there and he's gonna put the thing in and there's a lady in the hallway and he's like, "Can yeah. you please help me?" And yeah, then she just that goes away. The yeah. Why? What, what was that? Is that a thematic thing? Because uh, like he like you know they're running out of time and he's like, "I need to get this in yeah. the thing," but like he the lasers fucked them up. I forget what those lasers were. Yeah, uh, in the book it's just kind of like I don't know. Like everybody's panicking and like he looks like shit and he's like literally dying. And the woman's just like, ah! yeah, and, like runs off. Well, he gets it in. With eight I, I think also left. in the book, it's like, and he thought to himself, like, of course, women are useless. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I took a like took issue with was they were like the the lady was counting down. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, self destruct, and she started like it was like two minutes, yeah, one minute thirty, one minute fifteen, and then when she got to twenty, she's like twenty seconds. 19, 18, 17, 16. It's like, this it's is, this is faster than, <laughs> yeah. faster than hey, seconds. Hey, hey, that's not fair. Let's get a stopwatch and have yeah, that Yeah, well, voice I told actor. you in the book, her voice is seductive and it makes the guy uh, mad. Yeah. Um, he gets it. And then, <laughs> it, then it's like two hours and nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, we didn't blow up. Yeah. And like, they're all like having a laugh. And then they're like, by the way, we put, um, we seeded clouds with iodine. Mm-hmm. Did this happen in the book? No. And they found the virus that was going through the air, mm-hmm. and they seeded the clouds with iodine to rain down on it to neutralize the virus or, like, you know, yeah. the pH. Uh-huh. And that's how they know. And then they go back to the senator questioning the guy, and he's like, are you 100% sure this solved the problem? And the guy's like, yes. And then the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. People did. I I do want to mention. People pointed out in the Facebook, in the uh, not Facebook, in the uh, Patreon comments, mm-hmm. um, that uh, I miss at the end that like uh, it, that the spaceship that then like crashed later, not spaceship, you know, like space shuttle, space probe, uh-huh. whatever. Um, that it was like, oh, this the is you're supposed to realize like the this virus, this strain 
is to like keep us contained to planet Earth to like stop oh, us right. from going into outer space. Uh, which I was like, ah, okay, all right, that makes the whole thing like you know uh, more interesting. But I didn't get it on first read. But uh, I'm not going to read the book again. You're I, I quite didn't need drunk to. while you were some, reading the some, book. Somebody, you know, uh, people talked about this in the comments. And I was like, oh, okay, I can see that that's what I was supposed to take away from that. It like doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not like, oh, this was a good book then. Yeah. Um, I like a movie that ends when the action ends without too much. No of an aftermath. Epilogue. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the end of fear recently the movie with <laughs> mark Wahlberg. i feel like the last time Reese i saw you you were like oh, i was watching fear yeah, it was when we were at dad's <laughs> wedding okay. uh, i was watching it and you know we got to the hotel we had like a half hour uh, to get dressed yeah i went up i turned on hbo signature <laughs> the end of fear was on right awesome watch the last 15 that's minutes that's why you fear. were like we have to get rooms at a hotel that has hbo <laughs> hbo signature <laughs> and uh there's so many HBOs. It's like weird. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's so weird. Um, there always have been, but it's also strange. Like I noticed the other night, uh, you know, uh, Succession came back. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh, what time is it going to be on the app? You like can't find that anywhere. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me go to like realhbo.com and look at the schedule. And that will be the same time. And it was like Succession. The new episode is going to air at nine. And at 10 and at 11. Yeah. And it, like, so they do that kind of stuff now, mm. too. Ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they throw Marky Mark off the cliff and he dies, mm-hmm. right? Because he's menacing the family. I hadn't seen it, but I guess I won't bother now. Yeah. I mean, you had 20 years <laughs> to see it, 25 years to see it, I think. I mean, it's it's the climax in the movie again. He's terrorizing the family. They mm-hmm. throw him off the cliff. He dies. And then it just uh, cuts to a shot of uh, Reese Witherspoon and her dad like looking and seeing that he's dead. And they hug. And then the credits roll. Yeah. It's like not one line of dialogue after you that. You kind of have to do that with like any kind of like horror movie, though. That's not a horror movie, Tom. That's, that's like re- a, that's, That could happen to anyone. I us. know. But that, hey, that's what makes it so scary. But I'm saying, like, movies like that, if you don't end it that way, like, anytime you see, like, a horror movie or a thriller and they're like, well, glad that's over, and then, like, a new scene starts, you're like, ah, that guy's not dead. Like, no, the movie's going on too long. what's the harm in doing that is what they think. It's like, oh, you just have a a scene that's, like, all tension. Well, I mean, in those kinds of movies, often it's like the guy isn't dead. Yeah. Um, but like it might leave it you know you can yeah. you can set oh, look whatever Have, did you see the movie what's the movie with vince vaughn uh freaky yes that's kind of the yeah freaky yeah Friday. yeah i did see that that movie was good yeah it's pretty though, good uh, i'm not sure how i'm supposed to feel about vince vaughn um just as a person in life right yeah. but uh that had an unnecessary epilogue that turned into a thing i don't really remember yeah, but. that was so it's like Guys, we could have gotten out of here five minutes ago, and <laughs> yeah. it would have been a, a tremendously satisfying movie. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's the Andromeda strain. Okay. And next week, you're going to watch the miniseries. <laughs> um, I'm done with this. Yeah. 
Now I'm done with all of this. Oh, wow. All right. Books, books and movies in general? Yeah. No more. Yeah. Well, I'll watch whatever comes on silver screen TV. <laughs> well, in that case, you know it's going to be a good movie, though. Yeah. You know, they're not showing all these new movies with... Uh, yeah, I want to see a G-rated movie with naked breasts and butts. Yeah. I mean, I still don't understand how that's G-rated. I mean, you look it up. Yeah. Do you want to see the boobs and no. the butts? I'll show you. I got it on YouTube TV. Oh, well, yeah, I've never said no to seeing some <laughs> boobs and butts. Uh, no, I believe you. I'm just wondering how it was like, eh, the person's supposed to be dead, so it's fine to show boobs and butts. I mean, I think- No, the, the, the butts were live butts. Yeah, that's true. Men walking. Um, I mean, I guess also like in the 70s- I don't know. People weren't as uptight about that kind of stuff. Right. Like, like it was like, well, we're not sure. I, I think G rated kind of changed a lot because I feel like in the seventies, they were also like, well, why would you take your kid to this movie? Movies aren't for fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they was just like, Oh, something's G rated. It's not going to have like, I don't know, violence and sex. So it's like nudity's all right. It's sex that, you know, right. you got to warn people about beforehand. You want to see this weird scene of them walking around? Yeah, sure. Um, these guys. Ooh. The watch. Mid-stride. Dead, oh, it yeah. It turns into a little box, and then they see that dead man. Yeah. And huh. then... Yeah, I mean, that is like... Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Like, how is that G-Ray? It's just like a dead old... I can't even tell if that was a, a man or a lady, but... There's uh, a... Yeah, There's I mean, a dead lady. and they're all like dead in a unnaturally horrifying way with like their yeah, but mouths there's no, like, open. Yeah, gore. And, no, but it's That's still a child. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> with just, a raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, with like their mouth wide open, just lying there dead. Yeah. I want you to see this hippie lady. Well, Tim, I want to see this hippie lady too. Was um, she in the street? No, she comes up in a box like that. But, so she was in her home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He called the other guy over like, hey, take a look at this. And I think they zoom in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They they then give her her own box. Wait, can you see her nipples, though? Yeah. I can't from where I'm sitting. (laughs) Come closer. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can tell the watch because they expand the the frame and then zoom in. uh, Maybe you can send a screenshot of that to me. me. Brighten it up for you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I can see them. Nibbles. Mm. All right. That is a pretty woman. Oh, wait. I meant to show you the butts, too. The men's butts. Well, I'll take your word for the men's butts. (laughs) Anyway, that's all for this week of Books the Podcast. (laughs) Tim, uh, what are we doing next week? To be be determined? I think uh, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, And uh, there's a book that uh, I want to run by you at some point. Okay. I'm an impending father. You're going to try and get us to read the Bible again. No. You're going to read what to expect when you're expecting. I'm going to read it. And you've got to explain it to me. Because every time I read it, I start to faint. (laughs) Oh, boy. Because I get too nervous. So I need you to, like, uh, sugarcoat it for me. Boil it down. (laughs) I mean, often, I mean, a running theme of most of these books is by the end of it, people in the comments being like, Tom didn't understand this book. (laughs) He did a bad job explaining it. Yeah. 
he missed major themes. I'll be like, I don't know. I think the point of this book was uh, be hard on your kid. They'll be a better man for it. (laughs) Maybe I'll run a book or two by you that I plan on sharing uh, with with my son when he comes. Maybe I'll run a book or two by you that I plan on sharing with your son when he comes. You're never going to be my son. (laughs) You'll upset him. Would you you consider (laughs) Penthouse Forum a book? (laughs) Thank you for being a patron. We love you very much. We'll see you next week.